This is the Coffee Commune podcast, where the coffee community comes to collaborate, showcasing today another of our Coffee Commune members. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Phil DeBella, and today I bring to you through the Coffee Commune podcast another great recording with some friends of ours um, at the Commune. We're with Stellar Insurance. I have Kirsty and Mike here from Stellar Insurance who run a beautiful business and look after their clients tremendously well, and they specialize in general insurance. So all insurance, brokerage, um, all except health, of course, uh, but they're going to tell us a bit more about their business soon. But uh, great members of the Commune, and they're doing wonderful things, and I feel very honored to have them part of the show. So welcome. Welcome, Mike. Welcome, Kirsty. Thanks, Phil. Thanks for the opportunity. Thanks for having us. Pleasure. Now, let's kick off so we get to know a bit more about yourselves and the business. And there's both of you here. Feel free to answer whoever wants to answer and we'll have a bit of a conversation around it. But uh, question one, why have you chosen to be part of the Coffee Commune community? I'll, I'll lead off, Phil. We just thought it was a great concept. So we've got a lot of clients in the hospitality industry. And a lot of them don't have a lot of support when it comes to managing businesses and all the, all the hazard you have as, a, as an owner and a director of an Australian business. So we just thought it was a great concept to have a, a chamber of commerce type uh, arrangement for the industry. Yeah, and it's certainly done that, and you can see by the members, obviously, and you've been to the first marketplace, and you actually have some of our um, clients are your clients, which is great. Yeah, absolutely. And it's about bringing everyone together under the same roof. Um, Kirsty, one for you. What problem does your business solve? Um, so our business is general insurance broking. So we look after commercial um, businesses and we give peace of mind. So if you obviously built your business and you have assets and, and a livelihood that you want to protect, and that's what we're here to do. Yeah, and I love the way you put that because, um, you know, insurance is normally so you don't have to have an ah shit moment, Basically. you know, and we see that many times where something happens and people go, ah shit, I'm not insured. Um, yes. And obviously it's about being proactive, not reactive, and that's why you need a good broker. So, yep, you just definitely solve some good problems. Tell me, the biggest issue your business faces today is what? Uh, from my point of view, Phil, the biggest issue we're facing today is insurers who claim to be customer-centric, but are really just um, focused on bottom line and have lo- lost that flexibility and decision-making authority that they used to have. So we're always in negotiations and disputes with uh, trying to secure covers on behalf of our clients. Yeah, and you do the hard work for the client, right? And then yeah, you're the in market's there, but... really tough at the moment. Um, probably the hardest we've seen it in a lifetime. So um, trying to negotiate covers and um, for our clients, it, it's really hard at the moment. Yeah. And you're hearing stories that there's um, there's just so much discrepancy. There's so many difference. You know, like somebody told me the other day that BMW insurance was, um, you know, that the, they were paying 3000 The insurer tried to make it 3800 so they went shopping and they'd never been shopping before uh, for insurance and they actually got one for 2200 and it was exactly yeah. the same cover. It's just you're hearing some really crazy yeah. stories. And yeah. that explains a lot why, obviously, is and something that a lot of people wouldn't know is how hard you guys as the brokers go to bat for your client. Yeah, exactly. You do the Work that, um, and obviously you've got a lot more power to do so than the average person that's trying to get insurance. So important why you need a good broker, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Tell me, what has been the most rewarding part of your journey to date? What stands out as the most rewarding part? For me personally, uh, Phil, it's and, and it goes back to what I think we do as brokers. Yet we're we're there organising covers and negotiating pricing, but really where the rubber hits the road is in the claims, and we've had. During my experience as an insurance broker, there's probably three or four occasions where 
we've had significant losses that if the covers weren't organised correctly, those businesses would not have survived. Yeah. And without without exception, all of them got through those periods. So that's the greatest um, enjoyment or reward from, from my point of view. Yeah, yeah, and no doubt, of course, because the alternative is they go broke, right? So you actually are saving livelihoods, you're saving, you know, yeah. people from financial distress, and, and which can often flow on to, you know, health distress and all the yeah, rest very of it. Much so, so, no, obviously, very rewarding part of what you guys do. Tell me, Kirsty, what is a memorable piece of advice you would give to someone? My most memorable advice would probably be uh, one that I, my mentor gave to me a few years ago, and that was. There's no such thing as failure, only feedback. Um, so it's about learning and growing from your experiences and just keep evolving and, and becoming stronger through that process. Yeah, no, well said. And, um, you know, it, it, people fear failure, but they shouldn't, right? They should uh, exactly. fear not giving something a go rather than fearing failure. So well said. Tell me, what is your favourite mantra, words or quotes and how does it inspire you? Um, my favorite mantra is everything happens for a reason. So there are always times where you, you experience something in life that's really challenging and you go through that mindset of why is this happening to me? But in hindsight, it, you know, it's put you on a path that has changed the direction of your life, but it's happened for a reason and, and it's made you the person who you are today. Yeah. Mike, yourself? Um, I have a mantra that, that I've used raising my kids um, for years and years and years, and that's very simple. It, uh, if it is to be, it is up to me. So every time I get where I feel like everything is overwhelming, I just keep telling myself, if it is to be, it is up to me. It's only it's only what I do that's going to change what's going on. Yeah, yeah. And I've, um, you know, that's why for many years on the bottom of my email trail always says people's limitations are often self-imposed, you know, yes. and, and it's a very similar thing and um, it's, it's good advice. Tell me, if you could solve one problem in the world, what would it be and how would you go about it? Where do you start, Phil? I, I, what stands out for you? What's what one stands problem? out for, and, and again, very personal thing. Um, I lost both my my mum and dad to Alzheimer's. So if I could solve a problem of the day, then I'd I'd love to be able to say, yeah, we have a cure for Alzheimer's. What I do that for that personally is really I just support them with donations and attend their balls and things like that. But there's not a lot more that I can do. And obviously, that's a very the self interest in that because um, if my mum and dad have had it. His chances are that that I will suffer from it as I mm. get older. Yeah, yeah, and of course, you know, from a marketing perspective, we talk about emotional engagement, and and that's why people do get involved in charities and benevolent yep. projects, and that is because there's an emotional engagement there. And obviously, for you, that's a standout. And I say to yep. people, every every bit helps, you know. And that's why when we ask that question about solve a problem, it can be as small, it can be as big, it can be as wild, it, but. There's plenty of problems, but plenty there's also problems. solutions. And some things the solution won't be for many years down the track. And for some things, there's the solution immediately. So, um, yep. you know, I totally get where you're coming from. What is your biggest fear and how do you deal with it, Kirsty? Probably my biggest fear is just probably losing someone close to me. So, you know, there's family is such a big, important part in our life. Um, you know, it's, it's our business. It's just family in general. So I guess the thought of... Not having someone who's in my close circle of, you know, family now, I find 
very upsetting. So that's probably my biggest fear. But, you know, it, it is life and there's not much you can do about it, but it's more just about embracing each moment as you have it and enjoy it and savor it because, yeah, it it won't be around forever. Great answer. Great answer. Because, you know, we and this is what I love about these questions is we get things from the fear of sharks to the fear of public speaking to the fear of the dark. And that's the first time I've heard, you know, the fear of losing someone close and and the way you deal with it is life is measured in moments, right? Create as many moments. So great. You know, that's a great perspective and great for the listeners that will get a lot out of that is cherish those moments, live those moments. And um, we don't know how long we're going to be around for or how long people around us are going to be around for. So as I heard the other day, it's not that person that dies that suffers. It's the people that leave Left behind. Exactly. So, um, yeah, different perspective. What lesson, experience, or moment in life has changed the way you think? I'll let you both answer that one. Okay. For me, um, there was a time where I was pursuing uh, growth at what, whatever cost. So I, I entered into business arrangements that uh, didn't fit with our, our corporate values and it cost me a lot of money to actually exit those those relationships. So the um, experience for me is a business shouldn't be judged in terms of its success on the basis of how big it is. Yeah. It should be judged on the basis of how well it delights its customers. Yeah, I love it. It's been great advice because I've been put in that situation myself. So from really good, again, you know, lessons there for listeners to understand from is, you know, yep. don't get don't get caught up in the shiny lights, so to speak, right? Do your due diligence. And that's something I've learned on the back of that yeah. is really do your d- due diligence and make the decisions values-based. You know, make sure that you're um, you're aligning yourself with the people that have the same values as you. Uh, because for one thing, I don't value money. It doesn't mean that I don't yep. think money's important. I don't value it. I value I value delivering service because money's a byproduct of that. But I actually value people and service. I don't value money. You know, yep. it's just knowing where that value lies. So, you know, great, great point, Mike. For you, Kirsty, what lesson, experience or moment? I don't have a defining moment as of such. To me, it's it's always about growing and evolving. Um, I like to be a sponge and absorb as much information and life experiences that people want to share with me. I know life's a journey and we always have to grow and be on that journey and be the best person that we can be. Yeah, awesome. Great. Last question. Again, both of you. Finish this sentence. When I leave a room, I would like people to... I've had some crazy (laughs) answers for this one too, I can assure you. Um, Be impressed. Okay. And for you, Mike? Um, I just like people to say that I was genuinely trying to help. Yeah, great, great. And um, that wraps up those questions. But um, again, Kirsty, Mike from Stella Insurance, a pleasure to have you guys here. For the listeners, www.stellainsurance.com.au. If you want to team up with brokers that are going to actually look after you, go into bat for you and get you the results you need when you're having those ass shit moments, then these are the guys you want to reach out to. They're very personable. They're good at what they do. And again, we're proud to have them part of the coffee commune. Until we meet again, guys, thanks for being on the show. Thanks, thanks so very much, much for having Phil. us. Thanks. thanks for the opportunity. Thank you for listening to the Coffee Commune podcast. Remember to subscribe and rate this show wherever you're listening.